Welcome to It's Women Who Wine. Solving the world's problems, one, one glass, glass at a time. time. I'm Charmaine. And I'm Heidi. Welcome, Welcome to our show. Hey, we said we were going to talk about spring cleaning and decluttering. Well, they can both be really big projects, so we decided to focus just on decluttering. But decluttering really is a part of spring cleaning, isn't it? Yes, but to me, spring cleaning is more like cleaning the baseboards, cleaning the blinds, moving the furniture, getting cleaning behind that sofa that you haven't seen and, you know, haven't seen behind it in three months or whatever. That's more spring cleaning. And decluttering is a part of spring cleaning because you're getting rid of stuff that has accumulated over the winter. But it's just a part of it. So I thought we would kind of break that down. Okay, so then let's define clutter. Okay, so clutter is defined as a collection of things lying about in an untidy mass or untidy state. All right, okay. so Heidi, you define declutter. All right, so declutter is to remove clutter from a room, an area, or space, etc. All right, perfect. So that's where we're going today. Before we dive in, let's talk about the wine of the day. All right, so I chose for this show a Clos du Bois Chardonnay. It's a 2019. And this is one of my favorites. You will always find this in my house. It's my go-to wine. Um, I'm never disappointed by it. And I was researching because I wanted to kind of know the history of this wine. Mm -hmm. And in 1974, Frank Woods, he founded Clos du Bois with this vision of blending the French winemaking techniques with the best California grapes. And he came up with this balanced, approachable, wonderful wine, Wineza. Year after year, they've won all of these amazing awards. And Charmaine, they're from Modesto, California. Oh, wow. And I did not realize they had so many varieties of red and white wines. Oh, yeah. I like some of their reds. Never had them and did not realize that. Oh. So this one I got at Ralph's for $6.99. Can't beat that. I know. Good bargain. And when I was also looking at the website, I noticed that they have actually three kind of different categories of wines. What? Yep. So their California base collection is like the one that I chose for tonight. Mm -hmm. And you can pick those wines up pretty much anywhere for like $6.99 to $12. Oh, okay. Right? Just a really good, good, solid wine. And then they also have their Sonoma Reserves. And those are cuvées that um, are part of the Sonoma's diverse microclimates. And the varietals there just pay homage to that beautiful soil in Sonoma. Mm, nice. So many good wines come from there. Yes. And those are more expensive? A little more expensive. And then they have their proprietary series. And these bottles range from $30 to about $60. Ooh, special occasion. And these are some um, selected barrels by their winemakers. So those are not going to be huge runs. You're not going to find those everywhere. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just special once in a while. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep our eye out for some of those. All right. So let's try this. Okie dokie. Let's pour and taste. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Jewers. Oh, I just love this one. Mm-mm-mm. Wait. Mm. Cheers. What are you doing? I can't. I love it so much. I couldn't wait. <laughs> Ooh, very bright. 
sort of green apple-y taste. With a little butter on the end. Yes, yes. So mm. I like to say to uh, people who say they don't like Chardonnays, this is a really good one to try. Because it's, like you said, it's light. It's on the mild side. It's not a strong Chardonnay. No, it's definitely not an oaked Chardonnay. It's steel barrels for sure. Very and, bright, light, refreshing. And not ha- not heavy on the buttery side. Correct. Yes. So anyway. Do you like you the like buttery it? Chardonnays? I do. Okay. I, I can handle the harder, the, <laughs> the stronger Chardonnays, but this is just a good everyday wine. It is. It's very nice. Like I said, bright, summery type wine. Very refreshing. Yay. Thank you very much for choosing that. My pleasure. All right, here we go. Let's dive in. So decluttering space. I think this is a really important topic because myself, and I know a lot of women that are like this, when our environment is messy, it screams at us. Hi, I'm here. I don't belong here. And I'm over here. Hi. Hi. Do you see me? Do you see me? Very irritating. And most men don't experience their environment that way. So I find that it's much more powerful for a woman when she can declutter her space. Yes. She finds peace of mind as well as visual. The visual uh, calmness helps mental calmness. Right. Helps promote peace of mind. Right. So how do you how do you go about it? Right. How do you go about decluttering? It's so many hard. people. It's hard. It's so overwhelming. Right. Well, there's a lot of shows right now out. It's a very popular subject right now. You can watch Marie Kondo or the home edit. They both have Netflix shows. But I will tell you this. I used to have my own home organizing company. And to me, one of the most important things, uh, pieces of advice that I can give to anybody is start small. If you decide, oh, I'm going to organize my closet today, and you walk in, you can get so overwhelmed You've so been quickly. There, been there. Right? <laughs> start small. Start with your sock drawer. Start with a silverware drawer. Um, start with uh, your shoes. If you have over 100 pairs of shoes, fine. Then just start with your sandals. Just start with your tennis shoes. Whatever it is, start small. And then anything, then you want to sort into categories. One is the category that you're going to keep. And then if something is worn out or you haven't used it or worn it in a long time, it's really no longer serving you, right? Right. And if it's no longer serving you, it's just taking up space. Is there somebody else that it can serve and it can have an extended life? Right, a new by home. A new home. And it can bring somebody else joy as opposed to just sitting in your space, in your place, taking up space. Right? Oh my gosh, it's so true. If it's something that's worn out, put it on the release pile. I like to say release. You're going to release it from your place, your home, your your space, right? Right. So you're going to release it. And in doing so, you can make a choice. You can Release it and give it a new home to somebody else. Repurpose, right? Serve somebody else or you can trash it. Now, there's so many reasons why to trash something versus rehome it. And there's many reasons why to rehome something than trash it. Mm -hmm. For example, 
if you are the type of person that says, oh, I'm going to rehome these art supplies and I'm going to donate them to an elementary school. And here's, I have these paints and these crayons and these markers and all this art paper that I'm not ever going to use. And I know an elementary school would love it. And you're the type of person that isn't going to run on their, you know, their next day off, or they're going to stop by on their way to work to an elementary school and drop it off then it might be better to just throw it away or give it to a friend who has kids mm-hmm. unless they, of course, have a lot of clutter. Always ask. Always be respectful and <laughs> right. ask before you start giving things, right? So you want to be cognizant that if you you may want to repurpose it, but if you're the type that's just going to sit on it for another six months, a year, five years, then that's not going to work for you. So you need to release that. Right. Just throw it away. That makes sense. Get rid of it. The positive thing is if you can repurpose it, then somebody else gets to appreciate it. Right. Well, and we've done that before. We have. Yes. We do. um, Occasionally, Women Who Wine have a clothing exchange party. And it's great. You bring stuff that doesn't fit or you're not really into anymore. And inevitably somebody else is like, oh my gosh, that's cute or that fits and I like this. And then the rest we've taken to donate to, you know, different nonprofit organizations for, you know, those other people who would enjoy and and need these items. One of my favorite pair of jeans I got from you. You did. I remember (laughs) that. I remember that. (laughs) So another thing to remember is that once you have decluttered and you've released the things that no longer serve you and you are left with the things that still serve you, don't just throw them back in the drawer, right? Right. Because if you just throw them back in the drawer, then you're not going to find the pen that you were looking for or where's your hair scrunchie. So um, Heidi, you and I were talking about your bedside table, right? right? So what you want to do is put little dividers in there that are appropriate for the items that live in that drawer. So that, okay, all my hair scrunchies or hair ties are in this little container and my pens are in this longer container and and it helps you find again when it something has its place you put it back you put it back in your place and it when you open that drawer you know exactly where your pens are right that's my homework because i've got to work on that drawer it's a mess (laughs) now working on something decluttering is not just a one and done So decluttering and organizing is sort of an ongoing process, right? Right. So when you buy a shirt, I always tell my clients, if you buy a new thing, you get rid of an existing thing. You buy a new shirt, you get rid of a similar shirt. You buy a sweater, you get rid of a sweater. If you buy a pair of pants, you get rid of a pair of pants. Because when we go through and we do the whole repurpose process, we are now down to what you need what you want what you love right right and it's so interesting because why we have attachment to certain things like that I mean I had a lot of clothes in my closet and I remember you were like do you even wear this shirt and I thought about it it had been like seven years but I kept it because it could be like a quote-unquote good work shirt but I hated how it fit so like why was I holding on to it exactly it's silly exactly I actually get rid of stuff all the time. I cycle through my clothes in my closet all the time. Because if I reach for a shirt to put on, I'm like, oh, I want to wear this today. Oh no, you know, the 
neckline is a little bit lower than what I'm feeling today. If I've done that three times, that shirt goes away. If I've done it three times, if I have reached for that three times and I haven't worn it, that's no longer serving me. Right. It's just taking up space. And somebody else can enjoy it. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. All right. And that's not just with clothes. So for example, with this whole new mode of working, like working remotely, I didn't have to work remotely, but you did, right, Heidi? I did. And, you know, I had to convert our little home office that was not really an office mm-hmm. into an office. And, you know, how did I organize that to have a desk so I could have everything set up properly so I could work efficiently and the same thing for my husband and, you know, nobody was going to gym. So we had to create like a little workout corner and then uh-huh. I was like, oh, I need my like little positive, you know, credenza with my crystals and my books and all of that stuff that I love. And, you know, we made it work. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's very well organized. Yeah. And it makes me happy because it's all together. But it's all together, but everything has its, its place. place. It's place. But then, Charmaine, so what do we do with items we have that maybe were gifts given to us? from maybe family members, like I have a lot of stuff that my mom had mm. kept mm. and it just doesn't serve me anymore, but I feel bad. Because she's no longer with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of clutter can be items that we have emotional attachment to and it can be hard, right? We have, there's emotional value to the items. Right. But by donating them or giving them to somebody that um, really use them can bring you some joy. Um, recently my husband lost a significant amount of weight and his, it's a good thing, (laughs) (laughs) um, not health reasons. Um, but, uh, he had some shirts that his mom had bought some really nice Brooks Brothers shirts and they just hung on him. But he found this organization that helps um, men get off the street and provides clothes for them to go on job interviews. And so he that made him feel so good that these shirts that his mom had given him that no longer served him was going to help serve some people who really, really needed it. Oh, my gosh. That's so wonderful. And thank you for sharing that because I feel... You know, what you said earlier, like, if things don't serve us, they're going to serve somebody else, whether it's an object, clothing, jewelry, right, sentimental things that we're getting, whatever it is, right? Exactly. So you have this um, picture frame that your very dear friend gave to you, um, and it's got the wrong date from, like, they gave it to you as a wedding present, and it's got the wrong date on it. What do you do? Well, you donate it to someplace and somebody's going to come and go, oh my gosh, that's exactly, I, I love this. And that's the date of my event, my graduation, right, my right. wedding, my baby's birth, whatever. Right. Yep. And so that, you know, instead of taking up space and every time you look at it, you're like, and clearly this is a personal issue. <laughs> I had this happen. Um, and instead of every time looking at it, it's, like, oh, God, I got to do something with this. Do something with it. And right. it's going to make somebody else really, really happy. And it's going to clear your space so you're feeling good. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of, 
clearing your space to make you feel good. Our next episode, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about decluttering your mind because it is just as important as decluttering your space. If not more. If not more. And I think they do go hand in hand. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about next time. Uh, Charmaine, what wine are we going to be drinking next time? Do we know? It, uh, we do. We do. We know. We know. We know. We okay, know. Okay, she's on top of it. I love it. Okay, we are going to be drinking, I probably am going to butcher this, La Sonriente. It's twenty from 2019. It's a Garnacha Spanish red wine. That's right. I said a Garnacha, not a Grenache. It is a Garnacha. La Sonriente. And I got it from Trader Joe's, and we will have more information about that next time. And we'll post that on our social media so you can grab the same bottle to join as you listen, or you can drink a bottle of your own favorite at home. Absolutely. And speaking of social, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Facebook, it's It's Women Who Wine. That's I-T-Z, Women Who Wine. Instagram, it's Women Who Wine, all one word. And Twitter at it's Women Who Wine. That's I-T-Z on everything. All right. Uh, Before we wrap it up, Heidi, do you have a positive affirmation for us? I do. This week's affirmation comes from a book called 1,000 Plus Little Things That Happy Successful People Do Differently. Today is a perfect day to finish what you started. Few feelings are more satisfying than the one you get after an old burden has been lifted off your shoulders. Oh, amen to that, right? sister. Cheers. <laughs> Declutter your house. It's going to De- make you feel better. Yes, absolutely. That, that is very appropriate for the topic that we discussed today. So make it a great day. All right. Bye for now. Cheers. Cheers. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily represent those of our employers, guests, or products to which we refer. Cheers!